Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is December 22nd. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Reddy and NPC has been conducting Zoom or conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer and if you've never asked a question before, please show up your face and let our team know that you're a newcomer. You never asked a question so we can promote you. Venkat? Uh, good morning, sir. Uh, good afternoon, sir. Uh, thank you. So my question is, uh, I've uh, I've got my uh, H1 RFE going on. Uh-huh. Uh, in the second lottery, I've got picked up again with one of the employer uh, for other project. Is that can I apply H1 again, or uh, uh, what what should I do it for? Um, is the second which project are you working? First project or the second project? Uh, first project is, yeah, first project I'm working uh, with that employer. The second project is with a different employer. Uh, but that, that got picked up uh, in second, uh, third lottery. Yeah, but we don't know whether to trust the project that you're not working because there's a lawsuit that is recently filed. And they're trying to go after the duplicate filings right now. And they may prosecute some of these employers. So I'm a bit doubtful about this employer who filed when you're not working for the company. Okay. okay. No, I'm working for them. Uh, but So I'm did you said you're working for project one or project two or both projects? I'm, I'm currently with both projects, especially with both projects. But uh, the second project lottery got picked up uh, now only. If you're working months. for both the projects and if you're truly, then you can file with the second one also. Okay. But, uh, okay. but uh, I, can, I can only accept one H1, right? If I get the RFE one uh, uh, picked up before this one gets... You uh, can file both H1B, sir. You can file both H1Bs. You can pick up whichever you want later on. Okay. But okay. you must be honest, though. If not, the company will be prosecuted. You may get into big trouble. Okay? okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Raghu? Hey, Rahul. Hello. 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 So I got the EADs, but I don't have any uh, communication on the 485. So I raised a service request last week because my my receipt date was less than the process date in that field office. So so for the 
medicals can i still file the interfile the medicals or shall i wait uh, rahul for the sir i can't hear you rahul actually okay rahul your voice is very low rahul can you able to hear me Can you hear me now? Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So, so shall I so wait and response for service request or? Uh... Well, it's not service request will not come anything. You're not, you're not out of the processing time. So there is no service request for you. They won't entertain you any service request. Now the question uh, is, should you okay. do the should you do the medical? We strongly recommend you do the medical. And Gayatri okay. is going to give a link. You can do it by yourself. lot okay. of lawyers have advised not to we told them yes there are a lot okay. of people who got the green card without any rfe okay okay rahul so, yeah one one more question rahul one mm-hmm. one more so this is about uh, i mean i'm not sure if i should be asking you this this is about the fafsa form for the colleges uh, rahul because i'm on, i mean i if i go on the ead if i submit fafsa for my daughter no for any college I, i i don't know much knowledge of i don't know what that word is so you can okay. you can then expect what my expertise in that would be okay next person okay. yeah thanks sorry you. about that no problem yeah swati um hey hi rahul uh, i'm working on h4 ead right now and had filed for h1b and mm-hmm. tomorrow i'm going to travel to india on vacation with my husband my husband's on h1b and uh, i we have a dropbox appointment for stamping but for h4 or h1b yeah for my husband has for h1b and i am right now on h4 ead so, so right I, now when you file for h1b you file for a transfer of h1b right that's right with the change of status correct yeah so it will so, be considered that you have abandoned the change of status application if you leave the country right but yesterday uh, my uh, h1b did get approved and uh, i'm i am right now looking for an appointment for h1b stamping but i'm not getting one so my question is can i opt to come back in h4 and uh, later on travel back to india when i do have uh, you know an appointment available for visa stamping so that my h1b can be reactivated yes you can you okay, can do and, that and so does that mean that the 6 year tenure uh the i mean the in between tenure when i am in h4 the 6 year will actually not consider those that time right is that correct that's right ma'am okay yeah sure when you are next for it's not but my question is why are you worried about 6 years oh uh, that was just like for understanding sake not worried okay. about did your husband apply for i140 yes mhm yeah and what is his priority date it's 2017 okay good just want to check on it Yep, sure. Thank you. Thanks a lot for answering. Next person, please. Ashish. Hi. Uh, actually, I want to apply for fresh B one tourist visa for my parents. We who are in India. So uh, I want to know if they have started the uh, regular tourist visa. Uh, they did started the regular one, but the appointments are very restrictively available for B one visas, B one and B two visas. 
Okay, so can I uh, book the appointment if I get like and they will not cancel it, you right? Uh, no, uh, right now I haven't seen any cancellations yet, though. I don't know in future what's going on. The way I see CNN and Fox News. Okay. Oh my goodness! So did, did, did as as by end of this year, everybody is going to have it. So I don't know uh, whether they're going to cancel in future. But for now, they're not canceling. At least from the uh, from from December month, they did not cancel any appointments. Uh, all, all right. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks a lot. That's it. Next person, please. Naga? Yeah. Hi. Uh, hi. Um, I'm on H1B right now. And my question is, uh, for the perm process at my company, uh, the recruitment uh, phase is going on. So during this time, if I get promoted from uh, senior software to lead software engineer with no report needs to me, does my company need to restart the whole perm process again, like prevailing wage and recruitment, etc.? Not if we are your law firm, not if you are working with Facebook, Google, Apple, Tesla, and, and these top companies. But I don't know of these small companies, how they react, what they do. But if I'm your, we are your law firm, you don't, we don't right. need it. We call it as a natural, you're working for what? Hilton, Hilton Hotels. Okay, I, I can check their law firm and to see. Last time I checked, Hilton Domestic Operating Company. Uh, Hilton Hotels. Yeah, that, that is right. Domestic. Yeah. What is the law firm? Jackson Lewis. Jackson Lewis is the is the. I am not that familiar with the their policy though. I can but, say that the top two law firms are Fragman and Berry Appleman. They don't require amendment. Got it. So rather, uh, can they file? Uh, do, do they generally file I one forty with the new promoted designation and use the existing? No, they will go with the old one. They will go with the old one. Okay, so because mean, the labor certification, everything is done with the old one. We just go with the old one. And it, it. It's not a problem. Okay, so with I one forty, when they file I one forty, they can file with the new designation. And but no, no, okay. no, they will find with the old one. Okay, and that's still applicable to uh, to renew my H one B once the six year. Absolutely, thing. absolutely, will not cause any problem. Got it. Got it. Okay. Uh, Next person. Thank you. Murti. Hi, sir. Good evening. Yes, go ahead, Mr. Murthy. Hi, Rahul. Uh, this is regarding my son. Uh, actually, last year, I, uh, I, uh, like, I joined Company B in August, uh, uh, on uh, August 17th. Before that, I was working with Company A. Uh, uh, last year, uh, 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 the EB3 dates, uh, my, like EB3 2012 got uh, current. So, so mm -hmm. I, so um, I requested my uh, previous employer to go ahead with my GC processing. He did uh, accept and, you know, um, like uh, I went ahead with uh, 140 downgrade and uh, uh, 485 application filing for myself and for my family members, my wife and my son. So then um, um, I did, uh, like uh, I continuously follow your shows. Um, uh, so based on your advice, I did the premium processing um, and it got approved in one, uh, 140 got approved and also uh, 485, um, uh, my priority date is 2012 March. So mm -hmm. uh, my son age got locked in because uh, uh, before November this year, uh, it was got current. It. Yeah, it was current. current. And before yeah. that time, your final, 
your uh, your I one forty also got approved, is right? Yes, July uh, sometime it got approved one forty. Okay. So you my did, son okay. got uh, age got um, locked in. Locked. Right now he is in second year of college. So after we got our EAD cards and AP, uh, uh, I had applied for his SSN. Now he is using his SSN and uh, uh, EAD card for his college internships. Uh, my question is uh, like. Um, uh, 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 if my previous employer uh, uh, revokes the I-140 after six months, so still I am safe with company B because uh, my company B is a full-time company. It has applied for 485J. Yeah. Oh, it has applied for 485J after the I-140 approval? After the 140 approval. Because I, I, I watch your shows, whatever you say, I follow that thing. You are good, buddy. You are good in all ways. You yeah. saved your son. You went to the old company, filed that thing. People told you not to file the, uh, you cannot do the downgrade. You cannot do the premium processing. You did all those things. Yes, so because you I follow your shows you are, on that. You are perfect. No problem. If so the previous company withdraws the I-140, since you already filed the 485J supplement, it will have zero impact on your 485 application. Thank you so much, sir. So it one must be only be the job offer and your willingness to accept it. It is not required that you must have worked for the company. Go ahead. Final question. Yeah, final question, sir. Like right now, my son and my wife both, uh, because my wife uh, traveled to India and advanced payroll. So my question is, once they, uh, like, uh, since they are on, uh, they are using the advanced payroll, uh, my son will be considered uh, uh, on which which status? Like no, right now, he's an art. Yes. Even though right now my date is retrogressed in EB3. I'm that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. So as long as he is on AOS uh, until we get the green card, we are good, right? We don't need to worry about him. Like applying no. for F1 and all those stuff. No, sir. You don't have to apply F1. The only thing he cannot do is do any crimes. <laughs> the major crime he cannot do is getting married. Next person, please. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks a lot. Kevin? Uh, hi. Thank you for answering my questions. Um, so Rahul, my max out date for on H1B is Six on years. Jan 8th, Jan 8th. So I'm in, I'm with the current employer who's um, I'm working on a project right now, but I have a different employer who applied a perm for me in July. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, they are waiting the approval of the perm. Um, mm -hmm. They would like to initiate uh, a transfer and uh, I told them, I don't think so. You have transfer from transfer. What? January, January. Okay. Yeah. That's what I, I asked them. Uh, they would like to apply a transfer uh, so that I can move to their company and uh, continue working on a different project. Uh, they have a project for me. So, so I'm what, not see, here is, here is, here is one thing that you can do if you want to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can work on the project and go remote, go to India if you want to. Okay. But I cannot. See, if, if their plan is, for example, if their plan is they file a transfer application for three years, okay, mm -hmm. and they make you employ after your January expiration, six year expiration, that is a bad idea for you. Okay. If their plan is, hey, I'm getting the project, I don't know whether we're going to get the project later on or not, let me file right now. And then you move on to the project. Then you move to India, work on the same project. Mm -hmm because you're not going to get the I-140 by that time, hopefully yeah. so, or if, if it gets, you know, if it gets approved by the time, you know what's going to happen, everything is good. If it does not, if their plan is to make you work in India and bring you back, yeah, that seems to be fine to me. 
Okay. However, I cannot continue staying in India and just with the petition number, what they have for the transfer filing, I cannot continue working right after January. You can wait, wait. Why not? In India, you can work. Um, but currently, I'm in US, so I know. But if you move to India, you have no restriction of working. Okay. The only way I can continue working is moving back to India and working, right? That's right. Okay. Once you move but to I, India, you're not an H-1B. You're an Indian national. That's right. Uh, but I cannot continue working from U.S. No, you cannot continue working for U.S. unless your I-140 is approved. I do not. Even though they tell you to work, no, I would not because you are going to be the sufferer, not they. Next person, gotcha. please. Gotcha. Thank you. These plans, when you meet other people, tell the people to contact a lawyer at least one year before. There are many different ways we could have avoided you. You could have stayed every time 49 days in Mexico and would have avoided the circumstances in here. We could have extended your life by about five to six months. Okay, next person, please. It's Naina? too late for you. Hi. Um... Hi, I wanted to ask um, about my mom. Mm -hmm. um, thank you for taking my question again. Sure. And uh, can a tourist like file for the family-based uh, GC and ask uh, for adjustment of status while they come over here, like while they're staying over here? So can I apply you, I'm, for my mom? I'm, I'm assuming that you are a U.S. citizen. Yes, I, I, okay. I am through so nationalization. If, yes. So let me ask you, are your parents here? Or are they contemplating to come here? Are they here right now? Are they expected to come here? No, they are here. No. They're with yeah. me. Absolutely, you can file for the 485. I-130 and 485 at the same time. And you may have some questions. Uh, uh, oh, their B2 is expiring, I-94 is expiring in February. Once you yes. file the green card, can they stay in United States? Absolutely, yeah. they can stay. Absolutely, they can stay. Okay. If you want- So their status can, can be changed like immediately? Once you file the adjustment of status, they can stay in United States even after the B2 expires. Got it. You do even not have to file a B2 expiry. B2 extension, and you should not file a B2 extension. And no, uh, yeah, two things I want you to be careful, Ms. Mena. One thing is that, are your parents really going to stay here? You know, some of the parents, they file it, they get the entire green card, and the next day they say, I don't want to stay here. So okay. if you're sure they're going to stay here though, go ahead, file mm -hmm. the green card application. If, if you want to use our help, I'll give you my email address. You can send an email and then we'll, uh, we can help you out, okay? In filing the Yeah, sure, I would like that. And another question is that, uh, is it also, can, can it also be filed like after 60 days or it should be like 90 days? Because uh, it, it would be preferable to file after 90 days, but there are exceptions. You can even file before that too. Nothing wrong with it. I would recommend at least 60 days, if not, uh, if not at least 90 days, if possible. But if you file before also, it's not a problem. It just, we'll have to go through extra questions. Okay? Okay. Um, Next. Okay. Thank Next you. person, please. 4508. 
Yes. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for giving this opportunity. I'm Swati. So, um, so I just completed my second master's uh, on December 17th. And uh, my project was completed a little early. By the time I uh, tried to file my H-1B. And then they did an uh, uh, in-house project H-1B. And then after that... After that, I got project immediately and then my H-1B is approved and I got I-797B notice of action, but I did not get I-94. So now with the project which I am doing, that does not match uh, level one wages, but I got an another project. Um, it's uh, another project. And Why did you get, uh, I'm assuming that you went to Cumberland or Campusville University? Yep, I got the answer. Um, so did the, did you apply for change of status? It got denied. No, I did not apply yeah, for, change for change of, of status. It's approved till like for three years, twenty twenty four uh, October. So okay. so now a, now you have a different project. So okay, go ahead with your plan. Tell me what your plan is. Okay, so right now I have a project, but that project doesn't meet the level one wage of H one B. I got another project, but that is starting next week. So now my second master's is completed December 17th. So I, 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 I am in grace period for like 60 days. 60 days. Yes, 60 days grace period, night, not 90 days, I guess. So, so what's your question now? So my question is, uh, so what if I, my second project is getting late? So what if that project doesn't start and if I don't file an amendment and- Oh, still... you mean to say that you don't have employment authorization right now? Yes, I'm worried about that. I was on- Yeah, that's going to be a problem because either way, because if you don't have employment authorization, you, can start, you cannot start working. The only option I can think about right now is do the Hail Mary thing is file a H-1B change of status and get it in premium processing approved. Right now, so you want me to file a LCA as soon as possible. Right, and file a, file a change of status and Hail Mary, see if it's get approved. So if uh, it does not though, then either you continue on the OP, your, uh, you know, continue on your student visa, change the civil system, and then try to get another project and go to India and get the H1B stamping after you get the proper project. Uh, okay, I have another question, uh, real quick. So uh, let's say if they, uh, if I get the new project, then immediately they can file the LCA, and then I will be good to work, right? Is How? It... No, you cannot be working because you don't have employment authorization. You're not filing an H-1B extension. You're filing a change of status, and you don't have an employment authorization right now. Okay. Okay. And that's the reason I said file the change of status and do Hail Mary. If that doesn't work, though, you continue on F1 and then try to get another project and then go for the stamping, though. Don't go for stamping with the in-house project. You're not going to come back. And there's another problem that I have is that even if you go for it, go for the projected one, though, they will look into whether the first project has been filed as an in-house. They will query that very much in the consulate, though. Yes. I may want you to give it up though. If you don't get this Hail Mary thing where, uh, you know, shoot in the dart and see if this H1 doesn't get approved, continue on F1 until you get the proper H1B again. Next person, please. Okay. Okay. Thank you.
Anu Mari. Hi, hello, sir. How are you? Uh, good, good, good. Yeah, uh, quick question. Um, planning to visit my nephew who was just born. He, he lives in UK. Can I get my H1 stamping in UK? I currently reside in Florida. No, sir. Uh, third country nationals are not allowed in most of the countries, though. Um, there are some, some consulates that allow, especially consulates in Canada and Mexico. Um, they are fully staffed because their employees sometimes, you know, they work in Sierra uh, Juarez, but they keep, actually they stay in El Paso, they keep traveling there every day to work there. And the same thing in most of the Canadian consulates, they prefer to stay there. So if you're going to UK, no, they won't allow, unless you're a resident of United Kingdom. Uh, thank you. And what other options do I have? Can I go to Caribbean or some other other than Mexico and Canada? Does that, uh, it, does then, right now, because of the COVID conditions, they're very restrictive on the third country nationals. Okay. You can try your luck in India. If not, if Mexico and Canada does it, but be prepared. They're canceling those appointments very frequently. Next person, please. Tushar. Hey, Rahul. Tushar here. How are you doing? Good. Hey, now, just a quick follow-up. I know you responded uh, to my email, but uh, just a thing that uh, if my, uh, I got a new job, my new H1 is approved, and my prior employer just wants me to work for the federal agency part-time, uh, they are willing to do the amends, uh, as in file amendment. I, I can work, right? And uh, it won't impact file my a conquer File a concurrent H1B, you mean to say, not an amend. Whatever you okay. call it, it's called concurrent H1B, okay? okay because okay. on the column, it's concurrent, okay? So you okay. will be working for one company and they're going to you're going to file a concurrent H1B. So will it cause any problem for you in getting the green card because you're working legally for two companies mm -hmm. and paying more taxes for this government? No, it will not. Okay, okay, great, perfect. And, and uh, just another thing is my... Uh, Current, as in my H1 with that company is valid until uh, next year. No, sir. No, sir. Sometime. You moved it to the end client. So for you to work for both the companies, one of the company has to file a concurrent H1. Okay. So, all right. So that will mostly be the part-time one, right? Uh, because that's this right. one is already approved and done. Yeah, and my, right. my, my new employer doesn't need to know that, right? I can. Absolutely um, doesn't need to know. Okay. Next right. person. Thank you. Next person. Tiagi. Hey Rahul, um, thanks for taking my call. So uh, my question is, I'm currently on H1B with I-140 approved. Uh, my H1B is valid until July 2020. And in January, six months before the expiration, my company is going to file an extension. Two questions, right? Uh, given the conditions nowadays, should I go for premium? And second, if premium, then which service center should I ask them to file in Nebraska? No, you don't have a discretion of the service center. Um, go for premium. Absolutely go for premium. Okay. Always because you don't you want to get the result before your I-94 expires. They are backlogged by about eight months. You don't want to wait. Get the premium processing approved. Okay. Thank you. And then also if your spouse is an H-4 EAD, I mean, that's another option that you... Yes. It's for sure. that reason also you need H-1B in premium processing. Got it. Thank you. It's worth the money spending. Next person, please. Ravi? Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, this is Ravi. So I'm EB1A uh, application. 
So yeah, I'm staying in uh, Texas. Is there any way we can uh, choose a service center or uh, like a national uh, national benefit no. center? No, you cannot choose a service center. Okay. Okay. So next person, please. Thank you. Uh, hey, hi, Rahul. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. So sure. I have done my master's from uh, Azim University. So one and a half year back, I planned to transfer to University B, but later decided not to since I received some wrong information regarding my internship eligibility from University B. Uh, so how, uh, before that, I have accepted the admission and register for the classes. Uh, but uh, I never transferred my savings ID and also OPT was never processed by University B. So like after an year, uh, they said, uh, I need uh, I need to pay them the tuition fee. And also I like to know, will uh, since right now my company is going to apply for my H1B application. So I like to know, will it have any legal implications for my H1B process? And also am I legally bound to University B and pay the tuition fee for them? Wait, the service was never transferred. Uh, service was never transferred. No, you're fine. Service is never transferred. So I'll not have any legal implications. With as, for as, as for as as far as the H1B is concerned, as far as the immigration is concerned, I don't see any problem. I'm sorry about that. Can you repeat it? I did not hear that. As far as the immigration is concerned, as far as you transferring to H1B is concerned, I don't see any problem in it. I don't know if you have signed any contracts and certain things. I don't think so. They can enforce it as such though, but I'm not that aware of that. As far as your immigration is concerned, I don't see any problem. My only problem comes in if your service has been transferred. How long ago that you joined, you you thought that you would join this company, University B? Uh, one and a half year back. And I oh, have information uh, from them that my service ID was never transferred to, to them. Show them this. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. sorry for the bad word, okay? Yeah, yeah, that's all. I mean, I mean, that's it. There's nothing there, buddy. Uh, you're good. I don't see any problem, okay? Sorry Thank for you. the wrong word, okay? It uh, was no not worries. for you. Next person. Thank you so much. Ravi? That was improper. Hi. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thanks for helping me on this. So uh, I joined in company B in August 2020. And uh, mm -hmm. previously, uh, I had I-140 approved with company A. And uh, I applied uh, downgrade in October 2020, EB22, EB3. And uh, I got my I-140 approved and uh, EAD. Wait, 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 wait. Company A and company B. Yeah. Can you start again? Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, so basically... Initially, I was working with company A who filed my EB2 with priority date 2012, June. And uh, mm -hmm. in August 2020, uh, I moved to company B. And mm -hmm. in October, I mean, later, I mean, so in October 2020, I filed downgrade and I, my wife... With I company A, with company A. Company A, correct, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, and I, my wife, I-140 approved and EAD, advanced payroll also approved. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, so... Basically, now my uh, final action date is current in, in upcoming bulletin uh, 2022 January. So For EB2? EB2, yes. So, But you filed an EB3. Yeah, EB3. I got my EAD and uh, I-140 approved also. Uh, okay. So three Good. things, uh, I mean, so ba basically I'm asking for a suggestion based on three things. So one is uh, in case if I want to travel outside of US, 
or uh, if i want to switch a job using my ead in case if needed and third thing is uh, my wife h4 is going to expire in 2020 to february so she is going to make use of uh, gceed which is approved under eb3 so now my question is uh with with these three things in mind i mean so do you recommend to file eb2 uh, i mean uh, uh, another 485 or uh, no if you intend to, if you intend to use a eed in advance parole definitely interfile is the best thing interfile is the best thing and even if i don't use but my wife uses still do you does think, it same still still don't don't refile it okay one last thing so uh, if i don't want to use it but uh, do you think i mean h4 ead is there any way that i can i, I mean i'm going to get it before expire i mean 2022 february is it's going to expire my wife uh, ead h4 ead um if you want to maintain the h4 ead job though i want you to watch yeah. the video that we made yesterday uh, at least first 20 minutes okay okay sure thank you okay then. next person please that's yesterday ponaiya rama next person yeah yeah uh thanks rakul for answering the question uh, uh, uh rakul i i, I think uh, i uh, i discussed with you yesterday regarding my daughter uh, case so yesterday i was mentioning that uh, uh, she got uh, aged out and uh, so we applied for extension of her study for another 6 more months but when i uh, when we discussed with uh, her college they were saying uh, they cannot uh, reinstate uh, her i20 Uh, because uh, in the last term uh, october to december she didn't maintain as a full time student so they they said that they cannot reinstate it so it now it may be what... better it may be better you have a private consultation i okay. would recommend christina in our office for that okay okay sure uh, ragula uh, but one question is uh, one question is uh, is she legally allowed to stay um, in i am right now i forgot what i discussed with you yesterday believe me i discussed with 15 people okay, okay? Okay okay okay, okay yeah. we filed her 485 when uh, yeah or you can have a consultation with me though because that's a very lengthy discussion we had yesterday oh okay and i okay, cannot okay. recollect all the things right now okay i'll go to the last caller guys and i said to you that if they can't do it contact consult me that's what i remember i'll take the last caller guys and uh, don't forget that you If you want to speak with us, you can always uh, make a consultation. You can make an appointment with us. The last caller today. Gopal Krishna. And all, for the people who are newcomers, guys, I mean, we, if you are newcomer, you have to show your face and let our team know. We'll promote you next time, please. If you don't show your face and don't let us know, we won't know. Go ahead, Gopal Krishna. Hi, sir. Uh, thanks. For the... Yeah, go ahead. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Oh. Can you hear me? Much better. Very loud. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So uh, my employer filed. Uh, my... uh, I can't hear you again. I can't hear you again. Can you hear me now? Now I can. Okay. My employer filed uh, concurrent. Uh, Then I'm losing you again. Oh, sorry. uh can you hear me yes oh sorry so my employer filed concurrency petition for i140 and i485 this year i'm sorry i can't hear you again gopala i'm sorry about that gather is it the same thing oh. with me or with you also same thing rahul 
Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll uh, give you one more chance. I'll move to the next person. Can you hear me, Rahul? I can now, but as soon as you continue, it goes off. Okay. Okay. So, my employer filed concurrent petitions for I-140 and I-140. Next person, please, Gayatri. I can't hear him. Sorry, Gopal Krishna. Sorry about okay. that. Okay, no problem. Sajid Sayed? Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. <clears throat> uh, actually, I have applied for a downgrade uh, uh, from EB2 to uh, EB3 in the month of December. And uh, still, uh, I-140's uh, approval is pending. And uh, my... Uh, EB2 is current, uh, you know, so, and I'm planning to, uh, you know, so even my wife has the same priority date uh, for 2012, March. So uh, we are planning to uh, uh, go with her uh, I-140, uh, you know, so, but her employer says that we uh, once uh, uh, the 485 is filed, we cannot uh, file another uh, uh, AOS, it seems. So, wait, 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 wait. Who was the primary applicant when you filed in October? You're it's your me. Wife. It's me. And now it's yeah. your wife. Why should you even tell them that you have an I-485? You don't need okay. to tell them. So, uh, but, but uh, they say but you that... Already told them. You can definitely file 485 application. Absolutely no problem with it. We can represent okay. you if you want to, but your employer has to cooperate with us. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if, uh, because she works for Amazon, so I don't know if uh, uh, they allow outside. Uh, uh, Amazon does not. Amazon does not. We represent Cognizant in Infosys. Um, okay. One thing is that you don't have to mention to Amazon that she's, you filed a 485 because nowhere in the 485 application asks the question whether you have filed another 485 application or not. It doesn't. Okay. So that the, that is not going to cause any issues once. Uh, Absolutely uh, not going to cause any problem. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank okay. you. Thank you very much, Rahul. The next conference call is tomorrow at eleven thirty. Sorry, Gopal Krishna, we could take your call. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.